All right, let's bring in Dr. Harlan Ullman, an internationally recognized strategic thought leader, advisor to heads of government and major corporations. Who's so uh, the fifth uh, horseman and the new MAD, how massive attacks of disruption became the looming existential danger to a divided nation and the world at large. Nice enough to give us a couple of minutes on uh, short notice as far as the uh, Trump stuff is concerned. Harlan, great to have you here as the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol riot releasing its long-anticipated final report last night and accusing the former President Donald Trump of engaging in a criminal multi-part conspiracy, as they called it, to overturn the results of the 2020 election. What do you take out of this? Uh, do you take it strictly accentuating that of Donald Trump? Or is it a failure? First of all, you got a partisan committee involved here, for one. I don't know how much of account you hold that in. Uh, and others as well for that dreadful day. But give me your thoughts as far as exactly what you assess out of this. Go ahead. Good. First, uh, first of all, have a happy, have a happy Christmas and happy uh, New Year, Jay. And thanks for having me back. Look, uh, the interesting thing about Donald Trump is that there is no doubt in my mind that he broke the law. And I'll come back to that in a second. And there are six counts here that are important. The question is whether a jury of his peers will convict him of a crime if, in fact, he is indicted and taken to trial, because some people, one person would argue, a former president should never go to jail. That's the issue. Now, of the charges, the House came up with four. The first was obstruction of justice, and there's no doubt about that, because Trump's attorneys misled the Department of Justice repeatedly about the number of documents that were present. There's no question about that charge. Then there are two of uh, conspiracy, one to defraud the government in terms of saying the election was stolen when it was not, and then to get people to make false statements, and then finally to incite a riot and a mutiny. Now, there's no doubt in my mind that Trump committed those acts, but whether or not he will be convicted remains to be seen. You also cannot dismiss perhaps the two as important charges down at Mar-a-Lago. First, for mishandling security material, which is absolutely correct. Donald Trump legally did not have the right to declassify, period, and the storage of that material was certainly illegal. Um, And he also broke the Presidential uh, Records Act, whether that's a felony or whether that's a, a misdemeanor remains to be seen. So there's no doubt in my mind the evidence is very clear Donald Trump broke the law. Whether that will be seen as a crime, (laughs) that is going to be one of the big political stories for 2023 and possibly beyond. Talking with Dr. Holland Allman, you know, there's so many things here, so many avenues, and, you know, of all those who were sought out, reaching out, as far as Trump was concerned, you know, you can kind of get a sense regarding what happened in the state of Georgia with their Secretary of State and Raffsenberger, Brad Raffsenberger, um, where, you know, to me, this one really stood out as damning stuff. You know, that Trump badgered him to overturn the results, attempting to contact him all in more than a double, uh, at least a dozen times, before that uh, infamous phone call, which was, I believe, on the 2nd of January of 2021, in which Trump ordered him to find more you know, then those, what, 11,000 votes it was? I mean, to s- try and speak to this guy, the Secretary of State, uh, Brad Raffsenberger, 
at least 18 times. I mean, that's that's damning stuff, you know? Of course. And that's something, you know, that really kind of highlighted me as far as, you know, this was a, a guy, you know, a dog with a bone, so to speak. He was never well, going to let up, but that kind of stands out in a big way. You're absolutely right. And the point is not whether or not you're a Trump supporter or whether he was treated fairly or not. The fact is that Trump, on repeated occasions, broke the law. The question is, what do we do about this? And for those people who think that Rapsenberger is uh, one-sided, he wrote a stinging op-ed in the Washington Post condemning Warnock's campaign <laughs> for not being up front. So I think that you have in that, that particular Secretary of State somebody who was a, a balanced person and who was acting in what he thought was under the law and in concert with the Constitution. But what will happen with Donald Trump, whether or not he will be indicted, and if there is a trial, will he be convicted? I think that those questions are very, very real, and I don't think anybody has good answers to them yet. But your point is right, Jay. There's no doubt Donald Trump broke the law, but as he said famously, I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and get away with it. And under those circumstances, this could happen. And the other thing I just thought was completely out of line was his son, uh, Don Jr., you know, who reached out to the uh, chief staff, Mark Meadows, just two days after the election. And to even suggest, you know, that state assemblies uh, can step in, you know, and vote to put forward the electoral slate. Uh, You know, Republicans control... When you think about it, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, other states, you know, they can get these Trump electives, so we either have a vote, according to Trump Jr., uh, we control and we win, or you get a kickback to Congress January 6th, get the final tally, Mike Pence and the whole thing, to even have that suggestion in play from his son, completely out of line, I thought, there, when everything's said and done. Uh, Jay, you're absolutely right. And Congress, I think, when the House, I assume it will pass the omnibus bill, has made corrections to the Electoral Count Act of 1887 that uh, will uh, change the ambiguities in which the vice president only has a ministerial or a ceremonial role. So fortunately, that's one of the positive things that will happen. But you're absolutely right, the conduct. And it's interesting that people, certainly on the Republican side, are out to get Hunter Biden but they seem to ignore the Trump family <laughs> and all the misdeeds they did, and that it was uh, not unsurprising that Jared Kushner, his son-in-law, got $2 billion for a hedge fund, for which he has no experience, from the Saudis, which would raise, it seems to me, interesting questions, much as Hunter Biden's business activities have. But uh, this is America, and sometimes our politics <laughs> become really quite distorted by animosity. But there's no doubt in my mind, as I said, Jay, Trump broke the law, and his conduct throughout this election was not only distasteful, it was unacceptable. And in my mind, the House committee is correct. He should not fit to serve in any office in the future. Uh, so with Holland Allman, just a couple of minutes remain. We appreciate Holland uh, coming into play here. So let's fast forward here. you got the four criminal charges to the DOJ, You've got the insurrection, conspiracy to defraud, obstruction of an act of Congress. Which one is the most damning? And could any of those charges, in your estimation, Alwyn Ullman, keep Donald Trump off the ballot come 2024? The answer is all of them can. I, quite frankly, I don't think the Justice Department is going to be moved by the 
recommendations from Congress. They have a special uh, a, a special attorney who's already looking at this. Uh, he's got all the information. I'm sure he'll look at the information. But I don't believe that those charges going forward are going to have any weight one way or the other in what the Justice Department does. The Justice Department will come up with its charges, and I think that the classified material probably is the one that will be most damning, even though that was outside the January 6th committee. But we'll see. Justice will have to report out, and we'll see what the Justice Department does in terms of indicting or not indicting the past president. Uh, Final thought here, luster. As far as off of all this, with the finality of all yesterday, does it come into play as far as the committee itself being as partisan as they were, one, two, what about the accountability of security, Pelosi and company? We've talked about this, that it was not being highlighted enough for have very little of the Capitol Police Department on hand, knowing how large they were and not to have enforcement on that particular day, it makes you question a lot of things with Pelosi and company. How much of that accountability speaking could that be involved down the road, if at all? Well, it should. Uh, when I was in the Navy a long time ago, we had a very simple solution for report, repelling borders, charged fire hose. And it seemed to me on January 6th, uh, without trying to be disrespectful to the heroism of the Capitol Police, that they were not ready for that insurrection. Imagine if they had dozens of charged fire hoses. It was a freezing day, cold water at high velocity. So I do think that the whole security of the Capitol building needs to be looked at very carefully because from my judgment, and I haven't done an inspection or analysis, I think a lot was wrong, and I would hope somebody has done some kind of a study an evaluation to see whether or not the Capitol Police are better prepared the next time, if there is one. But it seems to me they were not. And I don't know whether it was Pelosi's responsibility that may be a bridge too far, but certainly there needs to be a postmortem to see how well prepared the government is to deal with future riots that could take place, and not only around the Capitol, around any kind of uh, government building, including the White House. No question. That's the key. That is absolutely the key so that we never see this again and we can prevent it based on what we saw on January the 6th. Dr. Holland Ullman, the fifth horseman and the new man, how massive attacks of disruption became the looming existential danger to a divided nation of the world at large. One of the best books from a security standpoint, folks, you will ever read. Doctor, always a pleasure. Great holiday for you, sir. Great New Year if we don't talk. Thank you. And And I'm sure we'll chat plenty. Look at that huge storm that's just taken over the country. No question. Thank you, Doc. Appreciate it.